0: You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM's The Morning Buzz with Mankir Nodula. And we're talking about how February 24th, Vancouver's Ukrainian community will mark two years since Russia launched its full-scale invasion of Ukraine with a rally at the Vancouver Art Gallery and a march of the streets of downtown Vancouver, and why people should watch 20 days of Mariupol. We are now speaking to Sabrina Rani Forminger, host and executive producer of the YVR Screenseed podcast and director of development at the Ukrainian-Canadian Advocacy Group. Sabrina, thank you so much for joining us this morning.
1: No, Karen, thank you for providing the space to talk about the last two years of full-scale invasion and full-scale resistance.
0: And I want to know, Sabrina, what is going through your mind thinking about the fact that it's been nearly two years since this invasion?
1: I mean, do you hear the heaviness of my sigh? I am at once, Filled with heartache, thinking about all that we have lost as Ukrainians, um, you know the, the casualties, the you know the sense of, uh, of freedom is lost. Um, but I'm also I look back at the last couple of years, and I am my heart is warmed by how bravely Ukrainians have have fought to you know stave off this invader. And also I my heart is warmed by the support you know, that we, that we as Ukrainians have seen from, you know, communities and governments all over the world. There is that, there's a, there's something that a lot of the activists say, you know, that if Russia stops fighting, the war ends. If Ukraine stops fighting, Ukraine ends. You know, we in the diaspora are doing our best to support Ukraine in what is, in fact, an existential fight. You know, so it is at once exhausting, you know, but,
0: but we have to stay the course. And I want to know about the Ukrainian-Canadian Advocacy Group. Tell us about, you know, how it got started and the work that you've been doing here. Ukrainian-Canadian
1: Advocacy Group started in in the weeks after the full-scale invasion. Um, it's uh, operated by uh, Ukrainian-Canadians, either who have, you know, immigrated from Ukraine or who are, like myself, part of the diaspora. Uh, we do, you know, several several different kinds of things. We have events. Like the the rally that we're having on the 24th. We also operate a rehabilitation program for the children of fallen heroes in Ukraine. Uh, The the founder and president of our organization, Olga Prodan, is a psychosocial rehabilitator and is really focused on trauma therapy, stabilizing therapy for kids whose parents have been killed in battle. So we have this beautiful. Uh, location, you know, in the Carpathian Mountains in Ukraine, and you know these these healers from all over the world, psychologists, you know, gather the children together and help them reclaim a sense of their of their childhood and a sense of safety, you know, in a in a country and in a period of time that can
0: you know feel anything but safe. And Sabrina, for you, ever since you've kind of started doing this work, how does it make you feel the fact that so many folks are coming together and doing this incredible work, you know, to bring awareness to the situation of Ukraine? I feel
1: I feel really, I mean, another heavy sigh. I feel very, very proud. Um, I feel very proud of, of our country. I feel proud of our community and, uh, you know, I, you know, I look at my daughter. My daughter, who is Ukrainian and South Asian and Filipino and English, and she is at all of our events. You know, standing there front and center. You know, with uh, with her protest sign, or you know, providing comfort and you know, speaking about the culture. And you know, it makes me it makes me feel very very proud. You know, that we are representatives. You know, for Ukraine in this time. The thing that we do with the Ukrainian Canadian Advocacy Group. We, we want to, you know, heal our children and honor our heroes. But it's also about preserving our culture, you know, and exposing people, you know, to to the array of all the different colors and flavors of Ukraine. You know, that is that is part of that.
0: And, of course, you know, tell us a little bit about this rally and what's going to be happening on February 24th.
1: So, February 24th, we're inviting everybody to join us. Everybody, no matter you know what your your cultural background is. To so join us at 1 p.m. at the Vancouver Art Gallery, um, we will we will have speeches. There will be musical performances. There will be moments to remember people lost in the war. The the point of the rally is to serve two functions. One, it's to remind people that the war is not over and Ukraine is still fighting for its freedom, uh, and that we as Canadians, whether we have connections to Ukraine or not, we have the power to help. And also, we want to bring attention to the plight faced by tens of thousands of Ukrainian children since February 24th, 2022 at least 20,000 Ukrainian children have been forcibly deported to Russia. And I say at least because it's really difficult to get accurate numbers from the occupied territories. They're sent to recification camps where they are subject to what amounts to brainwashing with the idea of washing away their Ukrainian identity. Um, It's a war crime, uh, and it's considered genocide under the 1948 Geneva Convention. Uh, And so we have printed the names, dates of birth, last known location, and photos of these stolen Ukrainian children on posters. These posters will be held by displaced Ukrainian children and also children of the diaspora like my own. It is very painful and also powerful to see the face of a child like nine-year-old Ole Askalko or three-year-old Nicole Slavinska, and to know that they are enduring the suffering. And, you know, I, we feel that it's our duty as Ukrainians and as Canadians and as human beings to keep them top of mind and do whatever we can do to help bring them home.
0: And, uh, Sabrina, something else that you want to talk about, and I'm a firm believer that, you know, film can be a way of really making people aware of a particular situation, and you wanted to highlight a documentary that folks should check out.
1: Yes, yeah, so there's a documentary film. It's called 20 Days in the and it's by a Ukrainian journalist named Slav Chernov. Um, you might have heard of it because it's won a Pulitzer. It won a bastard this weekend. It's up for an Academy Award for Best Documentary Feature. Uh, it was shot by Chernov uh, on the ground in the first 20 days of the invasion. Um, he was part of an Associated Press uh, news team that was like the only journalist left in Mariupol as the Russians invaded. Um, it shows that, you know so there are these famous photos of a pregnant woman on a sh- on a stretcher covered in debris being whisked away from a maternity hospital. We see the moment that photo was taken. We see the conditions surrounding you know what they were dealing with in that moment. Um, it's vivid. It's harrowing. It. Feels the impact that war has on civilians caught in the siege. It is the kind of historical document that will later likely be used in war crimes court proceedings. And right now in Canada, it is available for, for free. We can watch it on the uh, Frontline PBS YouTube page. Um, and I don't think it, I you know, it, it can be hard to feel a connection to a number. You know, 500,000 casualties, 20,000 stolen children. Um, but sometimes in order to feel a connection to something, you need sound and images and video and the film 20 days in Mariupol will help you feel a connection to what is happening in Ukraine in this
0: moment. And Sabrina, you know, for those listening in and they're thinking, okay, how can I support? Is there anywhere Uh I can donate? What can folks do?
1: There, there are many ways that people, you know, can support. You know, first of all, we at the Ukrainian Canadian Advocacy Group we accept donations. We are, you know, uh, to help the children, these traumatized children. Um, but there are other ways too. If people, you know, don't might not have money to make a donation, uh, they can they can offer friendship. They can offer support to recently arrived, re- you know, Ukrainian refugees. They can hire. Hire Ukrainians because there are a lot of Ukrainians here. They come, they want to work, you know. Uh, and but even just friendship, friendship is can be huge. You know, these are these are people who have been displaced during a terrifying time. You know, and we as Canadians, there are so many different ways that we can support monetarily and also with our time.
0: Sabrina, I want to thank you so much for your time. Before I let you go, is there anything else you'd like to mention?
1: <sighs> I, I, I would like to repeat um, that. The war is not over. Ukraine is still fighting for its freedom. And I'd like to invite everybody to join us at 1 p.m. on February 24th to remember everybody who is fighting for freedom in Ukraine.
0: Thank you so much. You take care. Thank you very much.